Well, hey there, everyone. Welcome into another episode of the Subscription Web Design Podcast. I'm more excited than ever every week to bring this podcast to you because I'm seeing the transformation happen in people the more I work with them as students. It's so fun and so exciting. Um, honestly, one of the most impactful things that I've ever done because, like I said, this is a business model that I just sort of dreamed up out of nowhere in 2015 and uh, honestly had no idea that in 2022, uh, I would be able to help uh, others actually create a life and a business that they love doing the same thing that I did. Super duper cool, and I'm very, very grateful for it. Along those lines, a friend of mine, actually a student of mine, um, who I did not ask for permission to share this, so I'm not going to say her name. I'm just going to say it starts with an A. She is a real person, I promise, and in fact, I'm probably going to have her on the podcast here soon. She wrote this to me recently, and I just it, it, was, it was too cool. I, I just have to share this. She says, I'm really thinking of making the leap into this as my main model. My husband and I have talked about it at length, and he thinks this is a better long-term strategy. And he's a financial advisor, so I appreciate his opinion on this for more than just being my husband, LOL. Every time I get a new client, I don't think I made money in September. I think I just increased my yearly income by $3,500. It's a big shift, but I think it's the right one. End of the quote. Isn't that incredible? And that's really the mindset shift that I want you to have as well. It's not, oh, I made money this month. It's not, oh, I got another client. It's, oh, I increased my monthly income by X dollars. I increased my annual income by X dollars. Because I really do want you to start thinking of these as clients who do not leave. Okay, they don't go away. Um, clients that you have now, they go away. But subscription web design clients don't go away. You see that? They don't leave. They stay around. Very, very rarely do they leave. So you can pretty much bank on whatever number that you come up with and that ends up being the annual amount for them. You can pretty much bank on that being the case for a while. Really, really cool. Really, really awesome mindset shift. Now, before we dive into the content today, which is going to be fitting subscription web design into your current business model, like how do we actually take what we're talking about here and make it work, whether we decide to go all in or, or just sort of dip our toes in the water a little bit. There are a couple different ways that you can go about this, okay? Before we dive into that, I do want to say one awesome shout out today is my 10-year anniversary to my beautiful wife, Tiffany. She will never listen to this podcast, but I am 100% grateful for her and all that the Lord has done in our lives. And um, I would be remiss uh, not to mention that as I record this today. It's incredibly uh, amazing that God would give me uh, her and this wonderful family and this home and this life that we have. It's not always perfect, um, but it's perfect for me. And I'm super, super grateful for that. All right, this episode, as we dive into this, fitting subscription web design into your current business model, this episode is going to be sponsored by something you may not know that I, I do. I do, on the side, some financial coaching. I'm a huge personal finance nerd. I'm actually a huge business finance nerd as well. And I completely turned um, my financial life around a few years ago using the teachings of Dave Ramsey and the software company called YNAB. And uh, it's really helped me to make a difference. And I've even been able to help others in my local church community make a big difference in their lives as well. And I want to start offering that to people who um, are around me in proximity in business that, that might be able to benefit from this. So a huge part of what we talk about today is going to be making your finances work in order to make this work for the long term. So if it's something that you're interested in, I would encourage you to go to steveschramco slash 
YNAB. That's Y-N-A-B. So steveshram.co slash Y-N-A-B. And you can look there at my options for setting up a budget. Okay, it'll be a budget setup and coaching session. We'll talk all about your personal finances, how we can make it work so that you can get back to business and not have to worry about your finances. If there's more month at the end of your money, I think we have a solution for you. And that will be very, very helpful as it comes to fitting the subscription web design model into your current business model and making that work for your life. Okay, into the content. So here is the very big question that we're trying to answer. Do you go all in or do you get your feet wet? Do you go all in or do you get your feet wet? Is this something where you just decide, like the person that I mentioned in the very beginning? Like, do you just decide, you know what, I'm thinking about making this leap, going all in on this business model, not even offering traditional pricing packages anymore. We're just going to go all in with subscription web design. Now, that's what I did. Okay, this is what I did. However, I did it with the luxury of my web design company being a side gig at the time. I had a full-time job, full-time employment. I had benefits, all of those things. So it was something that I could really afford to do on the side. And it didn't make a huge impact one way or the other. You know, I didn't need thousands of dollars coming in per month. But the other thing you could choose to do is just get your feet wet, right? So you could obviously keep uh, offering packages to clients like you normally do. But if you do that, and you also start offering a subscription web design package alongside it, you may find that some end up taking the subscription web design package instead. Now, you might end up finding that it's so popular that everyone who comes your way uh, ends up taking the subscription web design package. Um, and if that happens, then, well, that's a good thing in the sense that it, it's working for your model, but it's a bad thing in the sense that you're not getting those, you know, thousands of dollars of, you know, uh, of influxes that you're used to getting to sort of supplement your month. So, if you're having to right now, you know, plan for up months and down months and things like that, instead of having a consistent and stable income, then you're probably going to be in this sort of situation and you may need to be careful choosing which way you go. So what I want to do is give you some considerations before going all in, some options for working it in slowly, and then we'll close out for today. All right. So what are some considerations? If, if you say, you know what, Steve, I'm bought into this. I think this is the way to go. I love the subscription model. I love the idea of, of you know, memberships and getting paid month after month. I'm ready to go all in. Here are some things that you're going to have to think about before you do that. First of all, what's your customer base like? Okay. Is your, is your customer base used to paying for websites this way? Probably not, okay, because most most are not. So are, are they being, are you doing your job in your marketing collaterals, in, in, in your, you know, in your blogs, in your social media? Are you doing your job to sort of prep them that if they come to work with you, this is the option that they're going to be presented with? Now, admittedly, in my own business, I've done this better and worse at various times. Right now, uh, I'm doing okay, but not very well. Like, I don't have a super duper clear pricing page on my website, you know, that explains the different models. Actually, a few of my students are doing this better than me. Um, so I guess it's the old cobbler's kid uh, has no shoes problem. Okay. Uh, but, you know, the reality is, is this works better if somebody can come to your website, very clearly see different packages and things that you're offering and make a decision from there. So getting your customer base used to this, because if your customer base is not used to making this 
leap, then who knows, they may just want to continue paying in chunks of thousands of dollars. Like, you know, for example, you might think, well, you know, what kind of customers are you talking about? Well, I mean, if you're working with bigger business customers and stuff, you know, these guys are used to paying on a 90-day deliverable. Their accounting department takes care of all this stuff. You know, the, the head honchos don't even look at it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you know, they're more used to paying for, uh, you know, bigger amounts and things like that. So to be honest, like, uh, you know, helping you get creative here, you could go the opposite end with them and say, oh, okay, well, why don't we just do this on an annual basis, right? For some reason, they like bigger numbers. Okay, another thing is what's your lead flow like? I asked this question because once again, what happens if people start saying yes to subscription web design and they're turning down your other options? All right. Um, do you have enough lead flow to sustain people coming in and making that transition, making that leap? Because you're not going to be able to just do this cold turkey, right? It's probably going to take a month or two for all the numbers to start working out. So do you have enough lead flow and enough runway to where you get some capital coming in and making the cash flow work so that you can, you know, next month, um, sustain what you need to make that month. Maybe it'll be like, you know, the minimum you need for that month. And maybe it's a little bit better the next month. And then by month three, you're back up floating to the top. And that leads right into the next consideration, which is your cash runway. What's your cash runway like? You know, ideally, do you have it set up already where you've got a two or three month cash runway where you can survive on two or three months worth of cash? If so, then this is the perfect time to jump into subscription web design because if you, as long as your lead flow is good, you can start accepting clients on that basis, stop taking clients on the other basis, and then again, by that third or fourth month, you're off to the races and up and going. Again, you know, it's a financially stressful, maybe, uh, first few months. And that's why, again, I recommend doing some some financial counseling, some financial coaching. I mean, it'll really help give you the confidence to get through this. But, you know, even if you don't do that, you do need to be mindful about it, okay? And, and think very carefully before you dive into this because it's just as much about budgeting and good decision-making uh, as it is about uh, subscription web design and, and business. I, I've been very clear in, in as many of my public... Um, mentions of this as I possibly could be, that it's as much about being smart on the personal finance and really understanding the business and the economy of transaction frequency and the subscription mindset um, as it is about anything else. And then the final consideration before you go all in is, are you taken care of in case of an emergency, right? So Emergency comes along month two into your subscription web design transition. Are you going to have to take all of your cash runway up to use it for some emergency that happens? That would not be good. So this gets into a lots of bigger stuff about separating your personal and your business finances. But are you able to cover emergencies out of your personal finances or things like that that happen so that your business is still good to flow on the two to three month runway so you can transition out of um regular web design, traditional web design into subscription web design. I know it's a lot of big, uncomfortable, you know, gruesome sounding money uh, considerations, but it is the kind of thing that you have to think about. Again, I was fortunate in my situation to have built this up as a side business over time. And when I made the leap, there was enough coming in to support that bottom line, albeit it was at the very end, low end of that. And today it's much more, um, but I had that that comfortability, and, and maybe you don't, right? Maybe you're in a situation where you are doing this already full-time, web design. And so now you have to make the uh, uh, the leap in the sense of the clients that you have, and maybe you're even the sole income for your family. Again, that was my situation. Maybe it's not yours, and that's great. But for me, I was the sole income for my family, so 
you know, I mean, not only was it a situation of, yeah, like it, it has to work from the business angle, but it also very much had to work from the personal angle as well. All right. But now what if you're in the complete opposite side. Okay. What if you're like, no, you know what? I believe in this. I think it's a good thing, but I'm not ready to go all in. I really just want to dip my feet in a little bit. Well, that's really good because there's less, uh, financial things to have to worry about here because you can just go about your business offering things how you currently do. It's more of a a business angle, okay, that you need to think about here. And so I I'm, I'm just want to talk about three, three different ways to sort of work it in slowly. One is with an add-on niche, okay? So maybe right now you are just doing generic websites, okay? You're, or you're working with everybody, okay? I'm not saying your websites are generic. I'm just saying you work with everybody, right? You're a generalist. You're working with chiropractors and dentists and construction companies and, and all things of that nature. Well, what if you added on a niche to your business that was very specifically uh, focused on the subscription web design? For example, maybe you just added on a coaching side to your business. Maybe even you gave it its own domain name or something, but you know, doing business under your your main brand, uh, but as its own separate thing. You could add on that niche and start offering subscription web design just into that. And by the way, I know a guy who did this, uh, Rich uh, Zimbalist. Um, I think that's how you say his last name. I always forget. Um, and the name of his company is slipping my mind right now too. But basically, he is a um, a generalist web designer, uh, but he started a niche company just for optometrists. And there you go. It's it's a subscription web design based company and uh, they're doing a great job. So I think you can do that. You can just add on a niche so that way it doesn't mess up the flow of anything that you're doing in your main web design, but you could just pick another niche and, uh, and enter that space with a subscription web design, see how it works. And if you want to bring it back into your full business later on, you can, but you don't have to. A second thing that you can do is you can do an add-on template service. Now, I think this is a great option. Now, I, I will warn you, my buddy and mentor, Josh Hall, he has said something and I agree with it. He's like, I don't know anybody who wakes up and just thinks, you know, I'm so fulfilled in my life um, creating, you know, template websites. Now, I agree with that, okay? Where I would push back on that a little bit is some people um, are are equally or maybe even more uh, concerned with just doing good business, okay, than necessarily being creative people. For example, yes, I'm in web design, but I'm not necessarily a passionate creative, okay? I'm not I'm not as passionate about the creative as I am about the business. Okay, so in other words, I'm I'm what excites me more is getting a business result for somebody, however that works, than necessarily being creative in the way that I go about it. And by the way, I do think it's creative in a different sense to design interesting solutions to business problems, okay? So uh, I guess I, to put it one way, I get my rocks off in just a little bit different way uh, than some other people do. So it doesn't bother me to just say, you know what, I'll add on a template service where I create these three to five templates. You choose one of those. It's in a subscription package. We'll go ahead and replace your information, update it when you have little changes to make, et cetera, and go from there. So I think you could do a great add-on template service that fits nicely with your regular stuff. Obviously, those are a little bit less attention to detail, a little bit lower budget option, but it's very, very minimal work and those checks just roll in every month. So I think it's a very, very um, legitimate way to go. And I think it could be a profitable way to go as well. 
The third one is is kind of like a mix of the two, but it's altogether different at the same time. Uh, and, and so what this is called is productizing, okay, productizing. And so this is where maybe you, t- you, you, you take something like, I don't know, you get a domain like websitesforrestaurants.com, and what you do is you build in a productized um, specific selection of services. These could include templates or specific SEO services or things like that. And you guys only do those two or three things and you do them very, very well. And it's almost, it's productized because it's almost more like they're buying a product than it is that they're buying a service. And it's almost like its own separate business. So this is sort of a way, like I said, of combining one and two, doing them sort of at the same time and and doing them, I would say, in an even, um, in a more pronounced way. And you could almost treat it like its own separate business. And so that way it doesn't affect your custom, you know, web designs at all. So it is a different way of working it in. A lot of this stuff is getting creative. It's thinking um, in a more, you know, businessy way than a lot of people are are used to. But when you start doing this, you really start multiplying the um, money that you make beyond the time that you're working. And this is the biggest thing. Like there's only a few different ways to do this. Um most of us, again, we start out in this journey of website design, um, and and we think like we like we always thought as employees. Oh, well, I work so many hours and I get paid so much dollars. What you find really quick when you get into business for yourself is that works, but only at very high levels of income. Okay, that works at well at like a minimum of one twenty five an hour and up. Um, it's it's a real struggle below that, just to be honest. Okay. Um, and so one of the only other ways to break out of that, um, thinking and mindset at all is to get into something like this where it's recurring income. Again, you're thinking about, oh, this is what I've just added to my annual bottom line. Not, oh, this is just a new client that I built a website for this month. It's a completely different way of thinking. It's a huge shift. And as we'll talk about in, in much later episodes, when you can when you can apply this shift now to more advanced services and get into retainers that are not hundreds of dollars per month, but multiple thousands of dollars per month, well, then you're really starting to make a, a, a big impact and you're becoming a very crucial part of another person's business. All right, let's close it out. So the bottom line here is do what works for your situation, okay? Be inspired by other people's stories, but don't be... Um, discouraged by anybody else's story, okay? Allow yourself to be inspired by what worked for other people and and never think about it as, oh, well, I'll never be able to do what they did or whatever. If you think that way, then it will become a reality for you, I promise. So just don't think that way. Think, yeah, I can do this. It's not a question of can I do this? It's how can I do this? What's the best way for me to do this? What do I need to get started? You know, frankly, do I need to go back and binge all these episodes again? Do I need Steve's mentorship? Do I need the course? Do I need some financial coaching? Like, do I need to join another group? Do I need to get better at my craft? What is it that I need to do to take the next right step? And then decide today to take that step and and go all in and let's do this, okay? Thank you so much for being a listener to this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, I'm really loving the response that we're getting so far. It's like super huge uh, and uh, very incredible and humbling. And I hope you love it. So reach out to me anytime, steve at northmaxservices.com. Um, if you're loving the podcast, you want to leave a review, just go to lovethepodcast.com slash subscription web design. And you can do that and leave the review on your uh, platform of choice, all right? Thank you so much for being a listener and we'll talk to you next time. Hey friends, just a quick heads up as we close out today's episode. So there's this event coming up I'm really excited about. It's the Simply Profitable Designer Summit. It's all about finding new practical ways to make our web design businesses more profitable 
and honestly, more enjoyable. I'll be there sharing some insights, and I've got some fresh perspectives to share that I think you'll find really valuable, especially if you're into making your income more predictable, as I know many of you are. Plus, there's going to be a bunch of other speakers who are absolutely brilliant at what they do. And here's the best part. It's totally free to attend, so you can get all of this information and action and inspiration without leaving your desk or even your couch. So if you're interested, just head over to subscriptionwebdesign.com slash summit to get your ticket. Subscriptionwebdesign.com slash summit. It's a great opportunity for us to learn some new strategies together. Oh yeah, I'll be there too. And maybe even shake things up a little bit in our businesses. I really hope to see you there.